0: Our scripture this morning comes from John's gospel, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. John's gospel, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11, and it is a scripture that we are all very well familiar with and was beautifully sung and referred to with our special music this morning thank you guys that was gorgeous Hear now the words from John's Gospel on the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding when the wine gave out the mother of Jesus said to him they have no wine and Jesus said to her woman But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs, in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of God's word. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you so much for this story that has touched our lives so many times Lord speak to us now through this word inspire us and move us into action in Christ's name we pray amen let me just tell you do not ever get a bunch of preachers together to talk about the wedding services they have performed you can hear some stories you can hear some stories that are too fantastic to be made up (laughs) I can remember when our daughter Angie got married remember when the unity candles were a big thing and at Angie's wedding there was a candle over here that Angie would light and there was a candle over here that her husband's family was going to light and then they would bring those together you know how that goes well the groom's candle caught fire (laughs) and all of the flowers and the ribbon that were around it just went up in flames could have been a sign maybe not There was one wedding that Bill and I attended years and years ago where the bride completely walked out of her undergarments and left them in the middle of the aisle as she continued on down to the altar. (laughs) Seeing that, her brother, who was one of the groomsmen, quietly snuck back up the aisle, grabbed the the slip, and tucked it away. We have stories, let me tell you. Something is always going to go wrong at a wedding. And this wedding in Cana was no different. Now, I know if you've ever been involved with a wedding, you know how big an event it can be either your own or your children or your grandchildren and it almost seems from wedding to wedding to wedding especially in families there's this mentality of outdoing (laughs) each other but what I love best is when I hear those famous words oh it's just gonna be a small wedding I've never been to just a small wedding. (laughs) There is no such thing. But as big and as extravagant as weddings seem to have gotten these days, they were nothing compared to the weddings that occurred in Jesus' day. In those days, the bride and the groom... Celebrated the marriage not with a honeymoon, but with a seven day wedding feast. (laughs) A seven day wedding feast. And it was a community event, a community event. The people in Jesus' day lived very plain lives. But when there was a wedding, they went all out. The wedding would be at the groom's home, and it would be up to the groom to provide food and wine for this community celebration for seven days The wine in question would be fermented juice that had been diluted with water. So let me just tell you, this wedding was in trouble when the wine began to run out. This would have been probably two or three days into this seven-day celebration. And to run short of wine at that point would have been a major embarrassment. A community would remember with shame the family that could not provide enough for the wedding ceremony. So this truly was a crisis for this family. But I thought it very interesting as I read this story again, it wasn't the bridegroom's family who jumped into action here. It was Mary, Jesus' mother. And she noticed exactly what was going on. And so it was she who jumped into that role of helping to correct the situation. Now, remember we said Jesus was simply an invited guest at this wedding. So he was off probably conversating with his buds, some of his disciples. So she goes to him. They have conversation. And she tells the servants to do exactly as he says to do. The simplest of things became one of his most important acts. Fill the jars with water, then draw some out and take them to the chief steward. And now we know the wine that was the best has been served to save face and to keep the party going. The servants know what happened because they were a part of that miracle but the steward is amazed and the disciples believe in Jesus, the scripture says. What about that for a happy ending to a wedding? Can't you feel the collective sigh of the family? But what a way to begin a ministry. With a party. Jesus took the sadness of the wine being gone. And he turned it into gladness and joy. He does the same thing. With us, if you think about it, he takes the sadness of sin and he turns it into the joy of Jesus Christ. And that is reason to celebrate for all of us who call ourselves Christian. But sadly, through the years, and I'm not sure how this has happened, it seems that the church has forgotten if you will, that Jesus' ministry began with a party, with a wedding feast. And he said yes to gladness and to joy. Prompted by his mother, Jesus turns water into wine to point us to his heavenly Father, a God who loves to hear The laughter of people celebrating people. There is a picture hanging in my office over my computer. And it's entitled, Jesus Laughing. It is one of my favorite pictures of all times. And it was sketched originally by the artist Willis Wheatley in 1973 and he was commissioned to do four sketches of Jesus and this was one of those four but interestingly enough the original title for this sketch of Jesus laughing was entitled Christ the Liberator Christ the liberator but somewhere along the way the church has forgotten to enjoy the joy of that revealing of Jesus in their hearts the miracle or the sign at Cana tells us that Jesus served a god Who loved people. He served a God who loved people and who enjoys putting joy back into our life. A God who thinks it is worth a miracle to keep the party going as we celebrate people. As I was thinking about this text, I I couldn't help but think about all the many ways that we celebrate people here at Red Ridge. We've just sung happy birthday to Mr. Devon, who is in our balcony, who turned 95 today. We just welcome into our family fellowship here at Red Ridge, Mike and Kay, who have joined this morning. But it doesn't stop there. Remember when we have new member luncheons where we celebrate those who have joined the church in the past year? Remember Grateful Bread when we come together in small groups and share a meal together that goes far beyond just eating together? There is laughter. There is a getting to know each other on a more personal level than just saying hey on Sunday mornings. Remember our talent shows? There are many, many ways that we celebrate people here at Red Ridge. And as I was Thinking upon this, I'm an old soul, and I went back way back to the 1960s, and I don't know whose generation this fits into, but do you remember the group Up With People? Do you remember that? They were incredible. That was a group that came together, and it was their mission to bring people together through service and through mission through service, and through mission. And it was their goal to inspire the young to step up and to make that difference in their world. You might say that Jesus was the originator of that organization that aimed to bring the world together through service and music, God does not want our religion so serious that we lose sight of the joy. I don't know about y'all, but I know Christians that are so down in the mouth and serious all the time you would think their faces would break if they smiled. That's not the kind of faith that God intends. He wants us to be happy, to enjoy each other. And throughout Jesus' life and ministry, that is what he did, was celebrate people. It started at a wedding. It continued with... People being healed of their diseases and their deformities. If you read further in the scriptures, you see where Jesus shared many meals together with people. You might say that everywhere that Jesus went, he carried a sense of joy and celebration with him. All as he proclaimed the God of mercy, the God of peace, and the God of joy. The feast at Cana is still a sign to the church that we are to rejoice in the people of God and to toast the world and share about God's amazing grace with everyone that we encounter. Now, we do, we do a thing here at Red Ridge. After our worship service on Sunday mornings, we get together and we fellowship in the fellowship hall. We share coffee and we share The breaking of bread, we share fellowship and stories. And it's a wonderful, important time. So don't ever take the time that we spend back there as unimportant. Because it goes a long way as it encourages us on our journeys together. Jesus turned hopelessness into wholeness. A social disaster was about to happen that would affect one's reputation, their credibility. Everything about that family was about to be affected. But when Jesus is involved, there is always hope. There is always hope. People matter to Jesus. And it's Jesus who keeps the party going. So this morning, I want to encourage you to let him keep the party going. If you're sad this morning... Let the love of Jesus make you glad. If you're feeling useless and ineffective, let Jesus come and turn you around and make you useful and productive. If you're feeling hopeless, let Jesus in and make you feel whole. The church needs to remember how the mother of Jesus sprang into action to let the good times continue. What a wonderful way for Jesus' ministry to begin with a party and for us as the body of Christ to be reminded of the joy that we find in our relationship With Jesus. So I pray this morning. That we continue. To celebrate. Not only our relationship with Jesus Christ. But to celebrate. Those that God has placed. Around us. And never. Ever take for granted. The importance. Of letting the good times continue to roll. Let us pray. Father God, what a wonderful message for us as sometimes, Lord, we tend to get bogged down in the seriousness of life, but Lord, you created us for joy and celebration, first of all with you, but then also with each other. So, Lord, let us never lose sight of the joy that we have in and through you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.